welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 192, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. What's that smile about? Dude, so aggressive on the hello today. Hello. Anyways, this is technically take number two because I had to watch a video to study up for our... Take numero dos. Yep, so he's just excited now. Um, Sean, what are we talking about? Tutoring. Tutoring about. Tutoring. Ryan sent to me a video that I liked. And I liked it for two main reasons. Okay. Because one, it's very accurate. Two, it's extremely inaccurate. Okay. All right. It is, it's more important to make more money than it is to budget. Mm -hmm. That was the like whole video, right? Yep. So the guy talks about how... You can pick up side jobs, weekend jobs, afternoon jobs, go on Fiverr, mow lawns or whatever. And very easily, you can make an extra 20 grand a year. Yep. Which then in turn, you can make another 200 grand very easily after that. Yeah. So he said, he said, if you make 60 grand a year um, and you, so you make 60 grand a year at your job, you could work afternoons and weekends on like Fiverr, Upwork putting signs in your yard, picking up extra work, whatever it is, to make 80 grand a year, and then budgeting isn't as important. Yeah. Um, And then when you make 200K, you don't have to budget at all. No, no. Then, then, Well, then if you can make $20,000 extra a year, it becomes easy to make 200,000 extra a year, Mm -hmm. which uh, I've made 20 extra grand in a year. I've made 200 grand in a year. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lot fucking easier to make an extra 20 grand than an extra 200. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, yeah, it is. It's not even like, you're not. It's it's, not even comparable. It's not comparable whatsoever. Yeah, because that's 10x. Dude, it's not easier. It's not like once you make 20 grand, it is not easy to just make 200. I promise you. Yeah, I could see making extra 20 grand could be so easy, especially how everyone's hiring. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, an extra two hundred? No, not easy. We'll do an extra twenty. An extra twenty grand a year is simple. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to give up. Time. Time. Too easy. Yeah. Um. I because I remember Bryant. Mm-hmm. Bryant. Uh, he used to. Uh, back in, I think he was a senior. Um. He was. He was either. Yeah, I think he was a senior. He was doing the machine tool program. Mm-hmm. And so he would do the machine tool class at night and then he'd work all day long and then when he finished that up he would work all night long machining and then he had a day job that he'd go and work his day job then he'd go to the machine shop day job machine shop day job so he was working all night going to work all day grabbing a few hours of sleep and repeating he did that for like nine months oh wow there was he went from two extremes he went from like not having a job, having like putting up like $3 in his gas tank at a time because that's all he could afford mm-hmm. to uh, being broke sucks and working 16 hours a day, <laughs> like six days a week. That's insane. Monster. Um, so it's very easy to do to make an extra 20 grand a year. Mm-hmm. I agree with that completely. Um, what I don't agree with the video is I'll let you take this one. What do you not like about the video? You have to learn to live in your means 
So you have to learn to budget. Otherwise, if you're just going to make an extra 20K, you're just going to blow that 20K so easily because you're going to be like, oh, well, now I have this extra money so I can get a new couch. Oh, I have this extra money. I can get this, this, and this. Oh, since I have extra money, I can get the nicest product instead of the like medium price or the cheapest. Yeah, if, without budgeting, like you're just going to blow it. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And the only way to end up being financially free and retiring and whatnot you have to save more money than you spend. Mm -hmm. And that has to start at like the base level. And so when I made $15,000 a year between the National Guard and working part-time while I was in college, mm -hmm. I still saved. I always still saved. Mm -hmm. I had more money than many, many individuals I knew who made in, who made forty, fifty, sixty, up to a hundred thousand dollars a year? Who had over a hundred thousand dollars coming into their household? Mm -hmm. I saved more money than them, mm -hmm. and I made fifteen grand a year and went to school full time. Yeah, but it's because I learned at a very young age how to live within my means, mm -hmm. and it had a lot to do with where I was shopping, the food I was sourcing. My hobbies I chose, which was pretty much the fucking gym. Mm -hmm. And Kyle and I talked about that all the time because we, we had some friends that worked every day after school instead of because yeah. Kyle and I trained like we would train, you know, five days a week. And so we only worked two to three nights a week because we would stuff to do schoolwork and lift and shit, right? Mm -hmm. Where these friends we had, they actually made like quite a bit more money, would have nicer cars and all that shit. You think most of them had more money than us? No. No, because they ate McDonald's every day for lunch. They just pissed away their money, mm -hmm. uh, had nice new trucks, cars, whatever. Um, but so that's exactly the same point. The way I built my life, we had three people renting a three-bedroom house. Each person rented the room, yeah. all split utilities. Um, we did all of our own work on our vehicles. We did any like... If, if, if anything need to be done around the house, maintenance, all that shit, we did all that shit. Yeah. And so by doing all of those things, we were able to live within our means at making 15 grand a year. Yeah. Take from there. You got more? You got some stuff? You got some juice? Um, I It's just, if you talk about anyone like uh, who's successful, like Andy Frisella talks about how he like lived like for a long time he lived off of 20 percent of his income he still lives off he lives off of 10 percent. he now. lives off 10 percent of his income uh-huh um which he said like he makes so much money now that 10 percent is like even hard to reach um yeah. but it still goes to show you that even million billionaires still live on a budget because if they just start blowing their money on everything like they're gonna go, go broke this is 100% The Richest Man in Babylon. This is the mm. whole theory behind my favorite book, The Richest Man in Babylon. And Andy Fursellis and, and Grant Cardone. Yeah. Grant Cardone says, you make 100% of your income, 20% mm -hmm. you live on, 40% mm -hmm. goes to taxes, 40% goes to investing. Yeah. Um, so as soon as you get your money in, you set aside 40 for the for the government, you put 40 in account for investing, and you live off 20. Yeah. Andy said he's lived off of 10% for like ever. Um, 10 to whatever it was. He lives off of 10% though. 
And he said he made that sacrifice to live off of 10% since he like started his company to reinvest everything because of this. 10% when you're starting out is nothing. Yeah. You're scraping by, you're barely surviving for 10 years. Mm -hmm. But he said by reinvesting 90%, by the time he got to where he got his company to after 12 years, then that 10%. Was a million dollars. Yeah. And now that 10% is like tens of millions of dollars a year. Yeah. But it's because he kept reinvesting the 90%. He had the discipline for the forever. He had the discipline forever to do that. Yeah. And so that's where like in this thing, that is the part that I disagree with so much is that budgeting I believe is number one. Mm-hmm. Learning learning how to pay yourself. Paying yourself before you pay anybody else is the most important thing you could ever learn how to do. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Without that, you will never retire. You will never become financially free. Mm-hmm. You'll always be drowning in debt. Period. Yep. You have to learn how to pay yourself first. 100%. What else you got on that? Um... I was just, I, I asked Sean too, like, we looked at the comments and everyone was just destroying this guy, just saying, like, no, you're dumb. Yeah, there's a few people that are like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, that's like, what you're saying is not wrong, but you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was interesting. And then the guy has, like, 41,000 followers yeah. on Instagram. So I'm curious, like, because we've talked about how often, like, we have an opinion and then we hear an opposing opinion and we're like, oh, shit, we never like thought about it that way, like, and kind of change our minds. I'm very curious how many people are going to go the way he did, right? Like, how many people are going to try and make more money? If I was single yeah. and, like, didn't have Mimi, sure, I would do it. But now that, like, you and I like to spend time together... We like to spend time with Mimi. We like to spend time with our families. It's just, it's too much of a sacrifice for time. That is big. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is what about people with kids, with families? Right. Like, dude, that, that, I don't agree with that style at all because you're telling me make that extra money so you can have more material things mm-hmm. or spending quality time with your kids. Dude. Your kids ain't going to fucking know the difference if you're driving if you're driving a fucking used F150 or if you have a brand new fucking G-Wagon. Your kids don't give a fuck. Mm-mm, they're not going to know the difference. Yeah, maybe they'll think it's cool when like they're 16 um, and dad's got a pimped out car until mm-hmm. they realize dad's in so much debt and he works every fucking day all day long trying to trying to make ends meet. Yeah. Um, and they don't get to play catch with them. Yeah. Guess what? They'd rather play catch with dad. And him drive a fucking used F one fifty. Hundred percent. Um. So yeah, that that part is like, dude. Especially if you got a family, that's the stupidest advice you could ever give. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why, like, I think that's. It's still so hard, right? Like, I would definitely go make extra money, but I would just save that extra money. Any extra money I would make, like, I would just save it for, for like future yeah. investments or something. But. He's just talking about lifestyle. Yeah. And I, like, if you, anybody who would be doing it are young people and they should be learning to budget and save then. All right. So this is where the turning point in the podcast that I love, this is where I agree with this man. Okay. Completely. 
Mm-hmm. Alex Ramosi always th- says this. I'm going to butcher how he says it, but you guys can go watch his quotes. He says, if you make $50,000 a year, mm-hmm. your lack of knowledge costs you $950,000 a year. Oh, yeah, that's a stupid quote. So what, so what is the number one thing holding you from making a million dollars a year? Mm-hmm. It's your lack of knowledge. So the more you know and the more you like the more skills you have, what you're able like it's your it's it's all the things that like you're uneducated about, you're naive to whatever. That's what costs you $950,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And so let's not necessarily think about working afternoons and weekends. What kind of personal development can we do? Mm-hmm. What can we do for skill set? What can we do to move up within the company? What can we do to start our own company? Whatever it is, what things can you add to your tool belt? What kind of work ethic can you have? Right. What are these things that you can build into your lifestyle that will bring you more income in your hours you're actually working? Instead of just staying at your job, not progressing, being a fucking bum, um, getting your 60 grand a year. And then working all night long also Mm -hmm. to make an extra 20 grand. What if, crazy thought, you just learned how to make a hundred grand a year at your fucking regular job? Mm -hmm. The new threshold for where the number one worry and the number one worry for people is always financial until they make a hundred thousand dollars. It's like, right? It used to be 80, wasn't it? No, it used to be 69. Oh, wow. Then it was 80 in like 2019. It's now. A hundred something. That's insane. So until you make a hundred grand, and that's not a household. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's individual. No, I thought we looked it up, and it was a household. It's a household. Yeah. Yeah, it's a household. Okay, that's still not a lot of money, dude. No. Hundred and ten is it? Whatever. Hundred and six grand for a household's not a lot of money. Mm-mm. But so okay, so let's just say, hundred and five grand for the household. What if you learned how to make a hundred five grand yourself? And your significant other learned how to make a hundred five grand themselves. Mm-hmm. Then you're at your two hundred, and you're working your forty hours still, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Yeah, you get to spend more time with the kids. You get to teach your kids what fucking good work ethic looks like, discipline, moving up within a company, budgeting, budgeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, budgeting. Because what if you say your say your um your income sixty grand, right? Yeah, and you know how to live. Off of forty grand, okay. Mm-hmm. Then you get up to a hundred grand. You go. You know what? I'm gonna raise my standard of living by ten thousand. Now I got an extra fifty grand to invest. Mm-hmm. Granted, guys, you gotta take taxes out of both of those. But I talk about taxes out of both. You take taxes out of your fifty to live on, and you take taxes out of your fifty to invest. Yeah. Um. But if you do that, then you can start investing in shit. All that money's compounding. Mm-hmm. You can retire early. You can invest in more shit to get more income to increase your standard of living while investing more money. Yeah. And so that part, I will agree so much. People really get into their, oh, I got a good job. Like, I got good benefits. Whatever. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to make my 40 50 a year, whatever, because it's a good job. Okay, great. Can you move up into management? Right. Um, 
Maybe you can't move up into management, but maybe you can be the best goddamn whatever it Mm -hmm. is at what you do. And you're so good that they know like what you get done and the quality you do it, they can't replace you. Mm -hmm. So then they pay you more. Yeah, if you bring like XYZ, I do XYZ and nobody else at my level does this. Mm-hmm. Like, can I get compensated for it? Mm-hmm. So, like, so many businesses have such a hard time finding good workers that most are willing to, like, be like, okay, yeah, we should give you a raise. Yep. Or even just going to them and being like, hey, I'm, like, interested in, like, to move up. Like, what can mm-hmm. I do? Uh, just asking, really, is. Right. It, it can't hurt. What and, are they going to do? Fire you right. for asking that you want to do more? Not at all. Especially if you show through your work. Mm-hmm. If like if you're not a dirtbag and you show through your work that you're like a hard-ass worker and you go to them like, hey, guys, you know, I've been busting my ass for yeah. two years. I want to move up. I'd mm-hmm. like to do more. Yeah. And maybe your personality isn't a management. Maybe you can go be a consultant. Maybe you can train people in. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. But um, there's definitely fucking ways to move up mm-hmm. within your fields within your 40 hours a week or whatever to bring your quality of life up but if you don't know how to budget dude don't matter what you make no it's this it's the sinking boat theory if you got a fucking hole in your boat yeah how long are you able to bail water before your arms get tired and the boat sinks mm-hmm. instead of being on a sinking boat why don't we just fucking call someone to fix that goddamn hole, mm-hmm. which is yourself, and you fix the hole so you don't got to bail water all day long. Yeah. And then you don't get tired out because you mm-hmm. fixed the hole. Dude, one thing I think is, like, very important about this is, like, if you have an issue with spending and you want to start saving money, put it somewhere that you don't see it. So, like... um Like, we have some ally savings accounts. And those are really nice because it takes a minimum of three days for the uh, money to transfer, like, out of ally. So, it's nice because we know, like, okay, if we want any of this money, we have to know three days ahead of time. And one thing I think is very important with that is have, like, have a set, like, automatic transfer once a week. Like, a set amount that you just put in there and you just never look at it. Because... There are so many people out there that are just in the mindset of like, well, I just have money sitting here. I just have to spend it. It's like, no. Why do you have to spend it? You don't have to spend anything. Just let it keep going. I can't even tell you how much impulse buys don't get done Mm -hmm. by money being in different accounts I can't access. 100%. And I forget about it. Mm -hmm. I forget about money I have all the time. Yeah. Um. Because I just have like, I've got like five, well, no, I've got about eight different accounts and I just put money. I just put money in those accounts and the only, I can really only access like three accounts fast mm-hmm. and I don't keep a lot of money in those accounts. Yeah. On purpose. On purpose. Because my dumb ass will buy a fucking forty fifty thousand dollars car mm-hmm. if I see it. Well, we used to, safe. Right. We used to have uh, quite a bit of cash in the house just in case of like purchases like that. And we kind of had to lean back on it quite a bit because Sean just kept buying cars and then being like, oh, I don't like this one. Sell it. It was fucking stupid. I'd stack all this cash in the house. Just stack, stack, stack. And I'm like, well, what if it's Sunday and I see a good deal? Yeah. And then it'd be Sunday and I'd see a good deal. I'd take my cash. i go buy and i go, why the fuck did I just do that? Mm-hmm. Like, that was dumb. Yeah. 
I didn't need that shit. It was impulse. It was emotional. Yeah. So now I got rid of all that shit. So if you guys come to rob me, pretty much all you're going to find is a bullet and not much cash because yeah. I quit holding it on me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was because of that. It was like, oh, well, you know, what if a deal pops up? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, that fucking one deal that might pop up, it would be like better mm-hmm. to just not. Mm-hmm. be able to impulse buy that shit and then when you do find one mm-hmm. then go buy the deal make a rapport with the seller all that yeah. shit like yeah. and even like I'll, I'll just be straight up honest like sean and i even have issues with credit cards like mm-hmm. we I, I, we're not like massive in debt but like we just put stuff like on well a lot of our bills like go on our credit card just to get the points or whatever but there's like times we both forget to look at it and we're just like oh shit like we just bought a lot of stuff and just put it on this card and we yeah. don't have like we have the money it's just tied up for three days <laughs> well, so like well that a lot of that is we have like our insurance automatic pull mm-hmm. from our credit cards yeah and so like our insurances will pull from our credit card and we're like oh fuck that was a grand we weren't expecting because we yeah. didn't pay in fulls oh yeah, yeah and yeah. so it'll be like this is this month is when we got our like thousand dollar for for our uh yeah, uh, the, the year for the cars. Yeah. The cars just hit for the whole year. And it was like, ooh, yeah. we weren't planning for that. Yeah, a lot of our year subscriptions come up at the same time. Yeah, yeah, because BarkBox came up. Yeah. Um, there was something else that was quite a bit, too. And we're just like, shit, man. Yeah. So, like, if you, yeah, so even us, like, we do, like, we have our budget for the amount we make and, like, what we need to live within our means and shit. Um, but, like, a lot of months we're ahead. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just be like, oh, dude, like, we can buy this. And it won't be anything crazy. You know, it'll be yeah. whatever. Maybe it's some new jeans or something. Like, oh, we can buy some new jeans. Boom, buy some new jeans. And that just happens to be the same month that we get hit with the fucking credit card. Credit card. And it's like, ooh, we or, should. In, yeah, the insurance. Side. Like, we should have really looked before we went and bought those jeans to see, ooh, insurance is coming out. We got to wait two weeks, three yeah. weeks to go buy some jeans, which yeah, is all right. I need to update that spreadsheet. I think yeah. BarkBox I have in it that it was this month. Yep. But insurance, I don't think I put in that it's this month. Right. Um. But yeah, so it's just shit like that that we forget about and then... And then it just it just racks up so quickly. Like once right. you have a little bit of a balance on there, it's just so easy to just be like, oh, we need this. Oh, we need that. Oh, we need this. Oh, we need that. Oh, we need this. Oh, we need that. And for a while, we were doing really good with our cash monies. Um, so anything extra we needed, like we would take it out of our grocery money. Mm. But oh, we had to buy meat in bulk. We went and filled our cooler up. That's what was the big purchase. Uh-huh. We did that, and then we got a whole bunch of jams and yeah. cheese. Yeah, it was an expensive weekend a couple weekends ago. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I even Sean and I don't have this shit figured out 100. percent Like fuck no. Well, the thing is, what we do, we went, we went and bought 600 dollars in meat, mm-hmm. and then we got some like we like to get like Amish or like we get like homemade jams. Yeah. So we got jams, and then we got some uh, Look, good, local good cheese. Yeah, local Gouda. And so we just bam, bam, bammed all that out in the weekend. It's like ooh. We just spent seven hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and most of the time we like save extra, uh, save extra food money for that. But um, lately, we actually haven't had a whole lot of extra because we've been stocking up more on chicken and uh, salmon during the week. Because Daddy been eating more. Yeah, Sean's been eating a lot more now that 
Sean doesn't spend his personal money on food. It means we have to spend our money together on it. I know. Um, isn't that funny, though? Like, right? You, for the most part, you save quite a bit of your personal money now. Oh, mm-hmm. so, for example, uh, every week, every Sunday, we take $300 out of our bank account in cash. 100 for me to spend on whatever the fuck I want. 100 for Sean to spend on whatever, whatever the fuck he wants. And then $100 on groceries. And keep in mind, we do buy pretty much all of our meat in bulk. So that is what helps our grocery bills stay down quite a bit. Yeah. So Keep in mind also, you and I combined, me, you, and Mimi all eat the same foods. Yeah. I'd say in total, we probably knock out together around 6,500 to 7,000 calories a day. Yeah. And so we ain't eating small portions. You're right. But the stuff we get is very... Natural, lean, five ingredients. Yeah, and I it's whole foods. Most of it's not that expensive either. No, Aldi life. Yeah. Um. So it's funny because now that we've been doing seventy five hard, we Sean has had to be better on his diet. Can't eat that quick trip diet. So before, we would probably spend like sixty to eighty dollars on our grocery bill. But Sean, throughout the week, would spend his whole $100 on food from Quick Trip because mm-hmm. he didn't make enough food for himself. Mm-hmm. And then it would come to, like, uh, there was a while on Fridays. We would go out to eat with some of our friends. <laughs> That'd already be out of money. Sean would already be out of money, so I'd have to spend my money that I didn't spend any of during the week. That's love, though. And then Saturday, Sean would be like, let's go get breakfast. And then Sunday, Sean's like, let's go get breakfast. So we'd spend my whole $100 as well. But you know what? That's just give and take. Yeah, definitely. But ne- go ahead. Do you know what most of that money would have gone towards? Legos. Hundred percent. I know. That's why instead I went to. You're feed me. hindering my collection right now. Yeah, that's good. Um, but so since seventy five hard, I don't have my quick trip diet. We still go out to eat like twice a week, but yeah. it's you know it's not nothing crazy. But we but, um, think about the fact. So our grocery bill went up. You, on average, like $40 a week. Right. That's cheaper than your $100 a week. Well, plus your money. Plus my, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, like, right now by doing this, we are saving, yeah, we're saving like $100 a week mm-hmm. on food. Yeah. From doing it this way. And honestly, I feel way fucking better. We feel way better. Yeah. My blood pressure is beautiful, 116 over 70. Yeah. Like, which is always beautiful, but. Mm. losing body fat feeling great getting leaner abs getting more developed yeah and uh fucking brains functioning better all that good shit right yeah um because i ain't eating shit and i ain't eating shit i'm drinking yeah just fucking which feels really good it does except for the fact this is sorry guys we went a little off topic um i've noticed my brain doesn't shut off dude that's why i got high the other night I had to. I couldn't fucking, I couldn't shut down. He was, here's the issue. We get stoned to shut off our brains. They shut off for maybe 30 minutes and then it's right back at it. Maybe for you, not for me, dude. No, it was because it was when we were on our W down at the thing. Oh, yeah. Because we took, we're trying to take a break talking for about business and about maybe halfway. So halfway, three quarters, about half an hour. Then all of a sudden we're back on the topic again, just going. And I was like, we, we already just went through this and we, smoke to get out of this I know. it's bad dude i i will say being sober mm-hmm. and eating very clean yeah we could be um we could get our minds even better if we lowered our carbs yeah 
but I'm trying to have a certain aesthetic, so I eat around 350 grams of carbs a day. Mm, I um, do need to lower my carbs. You do. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly need to raise my carbs, but I'm so fucking sick of mm. all the carbs. I sh- Go ahead. Sorry. If we wanted our brains to function at an even higher realm, mm-hmm. if I bump my carbs down to like 150, 200, and you got yours down to like 75, 100, yeah. dude, that shit really wouldn't turn off. And you'd need to, you need to lean out, like Matthew McConaughey says. Wasn't it him? No, I know I would. I, if I if I cut my carbs down that much, mm-hmm. I would keep lean. I would be lo- I would keep leaning. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I I would lose a lot of weight. Yeah, you would. I think I would be able to retain some of the muscle. I, I would be able to retain the majority of the muscle yeah. as long as I keep my protein high. Yeah. But I would just be losing weight. Yeah, you would. Which I don't know how I'd feel about being 190 pounds because that's where I'd go. Yeah. I'd get down Very to 100. Fast. I'd get down. I'd be 190 easy. Yeah. But anyways, holy Christ, we're getting off topic. You need to have a clear mind to budget. No, just <laughs> you, do, you really don't. You really don't. But there's a there's a such a massive, massive thing about people taking their careers and their jobs seriously to get a higher income. Mm-hmm. But people understand we got one motherfucking life. Mm-hmm. We got one vessel. Yep. And maybe we should treat that vessel right. Yep. Put the right kind of shit into it so that we can perform the best at our jobs mm-hmm. or in our careers. So we can go home at night. We can have weekends off or however you want to structure your shit. Yeah. So you can spend more time with loved ones doing things you like and things like that. Because otherwise, what are you doing? You're just working all day, all night to make an extra 20 grand yeah. to, to drive a fucking caddy. Instead of a goddamn Chevy, yeah, like, Dumb. dude, what are what is the point? You're not taking that shit home, you're taking with you anyways. And so, and guys, don't get me wrong, I love cars. I'm gonna keep buying a lot more cars and a lot more expensive cars. But I'm not like fucking working more hours to buy cars. Yeah, I do because I like work. Mm-hmm. It's my hobby. Yeah, my number one hobby. Is this what most of the cars you want are investment too? Um, I was thinking about that today, dude. Like every car on my list is an investment. That's one thing Sean and I have talked about. We've talked about on this podcast quite a bit is trying to make our investments a part of our hobbies. Um, so yes, like Legos is my main hobby, um, but it is definitely a, a good investment. I have some of my um, brickheads, which I actually don't have. Uh, I really don't care about that. Um, some of my brickheads, uh, it's like the top three Lego collection that um, uh, increases in value every year. Right. Um, it's like the third top one. So every year, a lot of the retired ones go up in like 10, 15% in value. Dead. How insane is that? Not even 10. A lot of them go up like 50%. Some of them, there are some that I really want that are like, they brand new, they were only $20, and now they're like 100 I just wish they were more expensive because you the return on them are so stupid. Mm, I mean, that thing? Like, that that's what's crazy about... Um, that's when you get that Porsche. But go ahead. I know we should get the Porsche now before it gets even more. But yeah. Eh. Um, yeah, it is It is crazy, like, how some of the expensive ones, like, the return is 25%. So, you spend 400 now, and then as soon as that one retires, it goes up 25% almost instantly. Oh, yeah, that's instant. That's mm-hmm. not, like, and then it keeps going up. Yeah, it doesn't go up as, like, 25% every year, but as soon as they retire, it goes up so fast. 
and then it slowly goes up five to ten percent every year yeah because there's shit like around the house that has gone up over a hundred percent that you've gotten yeah and then it's just, um, and same with fucking Pokemon. Jeez. I know that's what right. we discussed that on this podcast before. The sure, that yeah. evolving skies set. Actually, I think that one sells for more now. Um, oh yeah. And I bought it. I mean, I was able to get it from work on discount. Mm-hmm. Um, but I already have over a hundred percent return on that. Oh Because yeah. what I bought it at a three hundred percent return. Dude, how about those fucking cards you get? The fucking. When you were getting all the little booster packs, mm-hmm. and you bought all the cards for a price, and you pulled out one card out of like you opened up what forty of them out of yeah. the eighty, you opened forty out of the eighty. One of the cards you pulled out, oh, this is what one hundred sixty-seven. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that just paid for this whole load, and then you had and another one for like was it another one was like two hundred or something. Yeah, right now I have uh, out of all the cards I've spent, yeah, I have well over, I have probably five cards that are worth over a thousand dollars. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, those five cards pay for everything that I've bought. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, th- and those, I really should go get those graded. Yeah, big idea. It's cool. Like, that shit's kind of cool. That shit's really cool. Mm. What I like about that, dude, is you're talking about, and this is like, they get stupid on a stupid level, but a little card, mm-hmm. a little card can be worth so much. There's some that are worth tens of thousands, hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands for a card. Right? I know, and I don't have any of those ones. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in like you can have something that big worth mm-hmm. that kind of money, and then you can have a big fucking car out in the garage. Oh, yeah, or that a big car out in the garage only worth ten grand. Yeah, and it's like, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's just cool. Yeah, it is really neat to like. The, I would just told Sean I was we're going on onto investments now. I'm sorry. Um, I, there was a, I went through all my like old, old cards, like the ones I got growing up and there was one, I was like looking through the book and I was like, man, I'm pretty sure I have this. And sure enough, I found it. And the, I have a Pokemon card investment book. Um, and that book is like five years old Mm -hmm. and it said it was like worth like five or $600. And I was like, the fuck? And I found it, found the card. And now, if I get it graded, it's worth like a thousand dollars. And if once you grade them, I mean, they're not that much bigger. It's just like right, yeah, in a hard plastic case. Yeah, you should probably get those graded, babe. I know, I really should. Anyways, all right. So, moral of the story, dude. You can't buy these fucking things if you ain't got no goddamn money. Yeah. Um, pay yourself first. Yes. We went over a few podcasts ago. How much money you're supposed to have at each section of your retirement? Oh yeah. And so, the the vast majority of the population is nowhere near on track. Yeah, no. People are going to be working till the day I die, mm-hmm. till the day they die. Do you want to be working till the day you die, or do you want to learn, start learning how to live within your means? And once you know how to fucking budget and live within your means, go make more money, mm-hmm. get better, get more skills, learn how to fucking increase your income, yeah. your earning potential. Hundred percent. And try and like try and find a like an investment that can be your hobby or um, a job. Well, that's yeah, your hobby. Yeah, um, a lot of people say like they love their work and they don't feel like they're at work. So I mean, mm-hmm. definitely try to do that. Uh, I highly suggest it. Like I said, like Sean and I both, luckily, we love our hobbies and they're both investments as well, which is nice. It's like Steinsy and woodworking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes woodworking and he sells his shit. Yeah. It's like, dude. Well, he'll get 
he builds it to sweet or whatever. Yeah, which is genius. Yeah. So he gets to do what he likes doing and he makes money doing it. Mm-hmm. Is he not a paramedic anymore or does he do that on the side? No, he just does the woodworking on the side for fun because it's his hobby. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah. And I bet you like because he just does it as a hobby, he can be like, oh, I don't have time for this job. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you can pick and choose whatever you want to do. Yep. You don't have to kill yourself over it. But yeah, 100%, you need to learn how to budget. 100%. Um, there's lots of budgeting planners you can get if you want. I just have a little Excel spreadsheet um, that Sean and I type some stuff into. uh, It's a little complicated, so I got to simplify it. You all know the easiest thing. You could get a piece of fucking paper. Oh, um. Write down. Oh, here. Go ahead. Continue. You can get a piece of fucking paper. Write down all your expenses and how much they are. Add them up at the bottom. Put your income at the top. Subtract it. See how plus or minus you are then figure out what the fuck you got to do to make that shit so you got a plus yeah this is like my old way of doing things let's see can we see this oh yeah you can beautiful it's literally a handmade excel doc yeah very simple. too easy oh you probably can't hear me i forgot i walked away from the mic but i was at the camera um yeah it's just an excel spreadsheet that you just pretty much put the lines in make columns that you want um and you can uh just do whatever headings. I think we have just bills, gas, food, and miscellaneous on there. Right. No, it's too fucking easy. And then uh, live within your means. Otherwise, if you can't live within your means at 60, you're not going to live within your means. You know, if you can't live within your means at 30, you're not going to live within your means at 60. Mm-hmm. If you can't live within your means at 60, you're not going to live within your means at 100. Yeah. If you can't do it at 100, you sure as fuck ain't doing it at 200. Yeah, no. And it's not easy to make 200000 I yeah. will go with that. Lifestyle creep, dude. Is number. Anyways, um, thanks, Ryan, for sending that video. It was yeah. uh, sick. It was a good topic. Cool, cool. All right, guys. We will catch you on the next one. See you.